welcome to the 442nd episode of Travelers Radio. I'm your host, Dan Schlossberg, along with my friend and co-host, Mary Ellen Nugent Lee, and this is the 11th season of Travelers Radio, the show that lets you enjoy the pleasures of travel from the comfort of your armchair. Every week at this time, we talk to people representing destinations, hotels, car rental companies, airlines, railroads, and others in the world of travel and hospitality, from authors and bloggers to broadcasters and publicists. If it's got anything to do with travel, it's got everything to do with Travel Itch Radio. And tonight we're going to talk San Antonio, and we're hoping to have Didi Petit, Director of Regional Communications for Visit San Antonio, join us in a few minutes. But before she comes on the air, Mary Ellen, you've been to San Antonio. What are your impressions of it? Oh, I absolutely love San Antonio. But the, my memorable um, experience was when I lost my cell phone in the river at, at the Riverwalk. And my phone went floating downstream. I couldn't reach it. And... Not six months later, a New York Times reporter had seen that and actually reported on it in the New York Times about me trying to scoop my cell phone out of the river walk. (laughs) Well, you have a reputation for losing cell phones, so that's not surprising, but it's great that they scooped it out and found it for you. Yes, they did, but it was uh, hilarious, and the fact that the New York Times reporter happened to spot the whole thing was really quite unusual. (laughs) Well, San Antonio is a mix of old and new. The Alamo, obviously, is the most famous landmark. Did you get to go there when you were there? Oh, I did. I'll tell you, I thought that was very moving. I really enjoyed seeing the Alamo because, as you know, as a New Yorker, you only hear um, fables and tales and a little bit of the history. But actually going to the place and seeing, you know, the the, the historic um, battlefield, it just really, I, I thought it was amazing. And it, it, to me, it was a very spiritual experience. Well, there are a lot of free things to do in San Antonio as well. And by the way, the, San Antonio celebrated its 300th birthday in 2018. Well, let's talk about some of the free things. The Alamo is one of them, but there are museums, missions, military bases, and more. There's one called Art Pace. Do you know what Art Pace is? Have you been there? It's a museum. No, I haven't been there. Tell me about it. Well, it's artists in residence. And they select from a pool drawn from across Texas, the USA, and abroad. They have a 1920s automobile showroom, for example, innovative gallery space, experimental works. And they also have community events, including lectures, films, and artist conversations. And that is free to do in San Antonio. So that's one great idea. But let's talk more about the Alamo, because the Alamo dates back 1836 with the famous siege in which a few hundred revolutionaries, including Davy Crockett, William Travis, and James Bowie, died defending the fort against thousands of American troops. That's incredible. And when you see it, you, you, you don't realize the, how 
actually quite small it is to me. Uh, it's not a great huge fort like you think of the European style forts. It's, it's Spanish style and it's it seems very small, but it is so moving. Well, it actually was built as a mission church from 755 onwards, and the main building is now called the Shrine. And they also have a 17-minute orientation film, and they have a 33-stop self-guided audio tour. Did you take the tour when you were there? I did. I did. I loved it. I learned so yeah, I much. Okay, let's terrific. move on to the Japanese tea garden because this place really transformed. It was originally a quarry about 100 years ago, and now it's a beautiful, tranquil place in the middle of the city. And it's the Japanese tea garden. It has stone bridges, floral displays, a 60-foot waterfall, and it's meant to be enjoyed year-round. It's really, really great. Oh, it sounds terrific. When you're there, are you able to get a, a spot of tea? Oh, very much so. That's why it's called the tea garden. Otherwise, it would just be the Japanese garden. <laughs> it must, I'll tell you, the horticulture must be gorgeous there, too. Oh, very much. And the, the, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, but the Viata Historic Arts Village, San Antonio's first neighborhood. It's a little village of stone and adobe houses dating back to the early 1800s and now contains a collection of tourist shops and galleries. So it's a great place to stroll through. It has a beautiful walking tour, and it puts you really in the mind of history. So you get a great sense of history when you're there. But oh, the thing fantastic. that I really liked more than anything, and I'm sure you felt the same way, was River Walk, which is now 15 miles long. It's amazing. <laughs> what were your impressions of River Walk? I did love it, though. Well, that's where I I lost my cell phone. I was taking right. a wonderful well, little uh, um, tour on a on a boat ride, and it it just dropped out of my uh, pocket, and there it went. But um, I'll tell you honestly, I loved the restaurants. The restaurants of the Riverwalk are unbeatable. And there are hotels on both sides of the Riverwalk as well, and we'll get into that in a little bit. The eight-mile Mission Reach expansion extends south to the King William District and beyond to the Spanish Missions. And the four-mile Museum Reach stretches north to the San Antonio Art Museum and the Pearl Brewery Complex. And that Pearl Brewery Complex is another example of a historic building that is being used for something very modern. It's part of a hotel now. Oh, is it? I didn't. I didn't realize that. I. I really, I haven't been to the Pearl Brewery, but it's on my, one of the things I'd love to see, because that's, that's also along River Walk, yes? That's correct. And once you get out of the downtown area, you can cycle to the missions or to the museums via the River Walk. So you can go by cycle, you can walk, you can also take boats. And in addition to the narrated sightseeing tour, you can also rent a kayak and have a nice peaceful two-person tour or even a one-person tour in a kayak. I would love that. Are you a big kayaker, Dan? Next time we go, can I get you into a kayak? It's a date. It sounds good. <laughs> and let's talk about the San Antonio Museum of Art, 
which is housed in the original 1880s Lone Star Brewery. And it's a treasure trove of Latin American art, including Spanish colonial, Mexican, pre-Columbian, one of the most comprehensive collections in the United States. Got a lot of That's stuff to see. That's the San Antonio Museum of Art. But let's go yeah. on to the – this is another freebie, the San Antonio Missions National Historic Park. And you can really oh. feel the Spanish military presence. There are the ruins of four missions there south of town. And religious services are still held in the mission churches, which is amazing to me. And you can hop a bus to get there. Did you see Missions National Historic Park when you were there? Yes, I did. I I really enjoy seeing the missions. I took some great photos, too, out there. And talking of missions, San Fernando Cathedral, founded in 1731, is the oldest church in the state of Texas. And the cathedral played a crucial role in the Battle of the Alamo in 1836. So oh, it's yeah. really worth seeing lots of history there. Mexican General Santa Ana commandeered the church as an observation post. And his act of raising a flag of no quarter, meaning he would take no prisoners, began the deadly siege. So mm. it's just it's history just lives everywhere in San Antonio. By the way, did you mm-hmm. get the hill country when you were in San Antonio? It's right nearby. Yes, I did. I did. That's that's one of the San Antonio's greatest natural natural attractions, I think. And it's a great place to get really out of close. the city and just good place to get out of the city and relax. It's tranquil. It's peaceful. A place that I kind of like. Yeah. And another place like that is Bracken Ridge Park, 343 acres north of downtown near Trinity University. Great place to spend mm-hmm. a family day. The San, Diego, San Antonio Zoo is there. There's a kitty park. There's even, uh, this part I love, the San Antonio Zoo Eagle Miniature Train. Yes, there, there you go. That's your style. And they have an old-fashioned carousel. By the way, the train and the carousel are not free. But the Japanese Tea Garden is nearby there. We've already mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And it's really a nice thing to do at Brackenridge Park. And Fort Sam Houston, called Fort Sam locally. <laughs> Apache Chief Geronimo was held here for 40 days, also the site of the first military flight in American history in 1910, and home to several mm-hmm. historic buildings with designated museums. So there's so many free things to do in San Antonio. And I, I just but, love the place. It's, it's beautiful. By the way, you know what I didn't realize? San Antonio is the seventh largest city in the United States. Did you know that? I didn't know that either. Wow. And you it's know, growing it's sort of, really it, fast, really fast. But you know what? It seems like it's such a ma- manageable city, and there's so much to do, but you don't feel like you're cramped, and the people are just so wonderful. I can't believe that it's the seventh largest it's just so comfortable. And the tourism is very big there, too. They have an annual average. Now, get this, 41 million visitors is the annual Ooh. average. That, that generates about $15 billion, that's with a B, $15 billion for the local economy. Oh, well, you know what? Uh, are most of those visitors from the U.S., or are they from all, all over the world? They're from all over the world, but they're primarily American visitors. 
Mm-hmm. And I bet, you know, learning about all the different things that uh, happened in the San Antonio region is really important. Now, also, I would recommend to visitors, when they get down there, go on Broadway Street because it links many of San Antonio's most significant attractions, including art museums, the zoo, the botanical garden, the Japanese tea gardens, and more. Mm. And I'd also recommend another place with 19th century roots, Southtown, because it has art galleries, repurposed warehouses, and creative culinary offerings. And I love the name Liberty Bar, which is a former convent that is now in a hot pink building with a made-from-scratch <laughs> menu. Oh, my goodness. A former convent. Oh, boy. So the convent has come a long way, baby. <laughs> the Liberty Bar. Oh, my goodness. You know, and Riverwalk, we mentioned, you can stay in all kinds of hotels on both sides of Riverwalk. There are lots of new ones, in fact, coming in 2023. The Artista San Antonio Hotel, the Intercontinental, and the Boutique Otis Hotel, which will include two 19th century buildings and a third historic bungalow. That's amazing. Also, the Canopy by Hilton, which is less than a year old, integrated the Alamo Fish Market, which dates from the Civil War into its design. So there's all fantastic. kinds of things happening with the hotels. Yeah, and so many different Thompson choices. Hotel. The Thompson Hotel. I hope our listeners are writing down all of these things. The Thompson Hotel, about <laughs> to start his birthday, is also on Riverwalk and right across from the Tobin Center for the Performing Arts. And there's a great view of downtown and Riverwalk from its rooftop bar. And that could be great ideas. I love rooftop bars. And there are quite a few of them. I think there are about a half dozen in San Antonio. Oh, that's great. It must be wonderful to see the sunset from those. Yes. And the landmarks in San Antonio, there are a bunch of them. Hemisphere, which is left over from the 1968 World's Fair. The mm-hmm. Tower of the Americas and AT&T Center where the San Antonio Spurs play basketball. Oh. And there are a bunch of landmark restaurants. Now, I know you've been to some of these. There's one run by students from the San Antonio chapter of the Culinary Institute of America, which is, of course, that's the real CIA. And that opened <laughs> in the Pearl District two years ago this month. Did you get to eat there? I didn't, but you know what? Happy birthday to the CIA in San Antonio. That's right. That's right. And there's a strong Mexican influence in the food. However, San Antonio restaurants also range from Mediterranean to classic American. There's healthy fare at a restaurant called Kineapple, Texas-grown ingredients on a wood-burning grill at Landrace, the mm-hmm. wet burger at Mr. Juicy, and the Brown Coffee Company, a place that brags about brewing the best cup of coffee in the world. And that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why San Antonio San Antonio was named a UNESCO Creative City of Gastronomy in 2017, only the second city in the country and the first in Texas to ever win that honor. That's quite a prize. Yeah, you're not kidding. That's amazing. So, Dan, how long is the average average stay? um, Yeah, the average stay is only three or four days, but I think people need at least a week to get a good handle on everything. From the Black History River Cruise, it's offered twice a month. 
to the expanded botanical garden, hopscotch art experience, and the land bridge at Phil Harburger Park, which is it has the largest wildlife crossing anywhere in the country. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. In San Antonio, Mary Ellen, a catwalk is really a catwalk because the zoo's jaguar habitat habitat has an overhead catwalk called Pantera Walk, the only one of its kind in the U.S., and it's part of a recent edition called Neotropica. I love that name, Neotropica. Yes, yes. And what about other amusements, Dan? Oh, yeah. Love love all the amusements and rides they have there, and many first of its kind in the country and in the world. The steepest diving roller coaster in the world is at Six Flags this summer, or you can Ooh. make a big splash at Aquatica San Antonio with a brand-new dueling water slide featuring a riptide ride of side-by-side flumes. And let's not oh, forget the tallest and fastest screaming swing called Tidal Surge at SeaWorld San Antonio. There's Ooh. also something called the Daredevil Dive Flying Machines, the world's tallest of its kind, again, at Six Flags Fiat Detective. So there are a oh. bunch of things to do and see in San Antonio. That's great for kids, too, and teens who who are really, you know, interested in that kind of thing. But I guess adults, too. Oh, yeah. And the airport is, is a big airport. They have connections to 53 different cities, direct flights from San Antonio. So, as mentioned, the seventh largest city in the country and growing really rapidly. Great place to go oh. and enjoy. And so many different things. No matter what you like, you can find it in San Antonio. That's true. And now, I wonder, how do you think the the pandemic has affected San Antonio? Uh, I mean, a lot of people still look at it as an outdoor destination, so I would think that people are still going. People are still think? going, plus the climate, the climate is so benign. You know, they mm. don't have the cold or freeze that we have here in the north. So people really love the climate and the atmosphere. It's just, you know, it's a blend of everything, a blend of old and new everywhere you look. That's true. That's true. And even even in the stadium where they have the AT&T Center, where they have the San Antonio Missions play basketball, mm-hmm. there is a food stand there in Section 220, which offers a burger with a Mexican twist. So they combine classic American comfort food with a Mexican twist. Ooh. So I think that's a great idea, too, just to go and see a game and enjoy that local food, local culinary thing. Well, now and you're... if you want to go to San Antonio, you should <laughs> Google Visit San Antonio, and you will find everything you need to know. I'm sorry that Didi Petit was called away. She was supposed to be our guest tonight, mm-hmm. but we definitely had a, a lot to talk about with San Antonio and I'm glad that we both enjoyed our visits to that city. Oh, yes. Now, before you go, I know that you're a huge baseball fan. When, when people go to San Antonio, where's the closest baseball stadium, and where can they see baseball? They do have minor league baseball right in San Antonio. Mm. But other than that, I believe, I'm not looking at a map right now, but I believe Houston is probably the closest Major League City, and that is the American League champion, Astros. There's also a team in Dallas, Fort Worth, the Texas Rangers. 
that has made some great additions for 2022. We just have to get that baseball lockout ended. And yes. the two sides are not negotiating right now. And that, that is really tough because spring training is less than a month away at this point. Can you believe it? Less than a month away. Pitchers and catchers are supposed to report on February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. And this is mm. January, what, 20th, 21st? This yeah, is the 20th. Yeah. Tomorrow is the 21st. Mm-hmm. So I'm just hoping that the baseball lockout ends. But in the meantime, travel will continue. We don't have any lockouts in travel. And That's I want to right. talk a little bit about next week's show because next week our guest will be Nate Sweetman of Visit Sarasota County in Florida. And I know oh. he's looking forward to telling us all about the Sarasota area. By the way, that is where the Atlanta Braves, the world champions, train. They're <laughs> in Northport on the west coast of Florida. Ah. And if if this lockout is over, when will they report? The minute it ends, hopefully. <laughs> I just I just don't understand why the two sides aren't talking to each other. You know, I would think that somebody in government would get them together or you know the last time when there was a 232 day player strike it was mm-hmm. Sonia Sotomayor who was then a federal judge who got both sides back to work and things rolling again and she's now on the Supreme Court so you would think she has even more authority now and a lot of people want to see America's national pastime back in action they so let's hope Mary Ellen I know you're a Cubs fan I'm a Braves fan can't wait till they <laughs> play each other <laughs> yeah I, It'll be interesting to baseball, see Yeah, and just because baseball is involved in a labor dispute There's no time like the present To curl up with a good book on the good old days When the only strikes occurred between the white lines So check out my book, The New Baseball Bible Notes, Nuggets, Lists, and Legends from our National Pastime 480 pages for less than a saw book it's both a coffee table book and a bathroom book. Read it backwards and still enjoy it. That's the new Baseball Bible with Mike Trout on the cover. Get it tonight on Amazon.com. <laughs> and unfortunately, we're going to have to wrap this up. So I will say that that's it for this edition of Travel Itch Radio. Next week, same time, same station, same announcers. Our guest will be Nate Sweetman of Visit Sarasota County. Now, this is Dan Schlossberg, along with my beautiful and talented co-host, Mary Ellen Nugent-Lee, saying thank you for your time this time. Until next time, good night and stay safe. <laughs>